0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 156 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raz, with my co-host, The Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the interwebs. Uh, Yeah, so we got some... You know, Buck, when I I try to title these, I try to find a cohesive theme between some of the stories and, and... Some of the stories this week are just weird. Just flipping weird. But we're gonna start with one I actually found that's not so weird, more disgusting. Uh, And I actually found this this morning while I was eating my breakfast of oatmeal because my diet has devolved into oatmeal and avocados. Uh, This one comes from Des Moines, Iowa with WHO13. Rollins Story... Wrestling cheerleaders asked to sign off on district statement as parents allege. This is a bit of a weird one, Buck, Story City, Iowa. When Ken Bloom returned to the wrestling mat last Saturday for the Roland Story, some Norseman cheerleaders had reservations about being mat side. W H O thirteen heard from several family members of the wrestling cheerleaders from Roland Story, who did not feel comfortable supporting Bloom as he wrestled. Bloom recently came off of serving a suspension for violating the student good conduct policy. Bloom is expected to plead guilty to felony assault in juvenile court after being accused of assault by penetration of a fellow student using a pencil earlier this year. Now, I said I said I read this story during breakfast and there's more to it and we're going to get back to it. But what I am very curious about is assault by penetration is this a sex crime or did he shove a pencil in somebody is it a stabbing or is it a raping I can't tell I
1: now right now I can't tell does it, does it
0: disclose in the article they, do they, we find out they, they do not elaborate <laughs> so it just remains completely ambiguous yeah assault by penetration so it's either a stabbing or a raping I'm not sure which it, wow, I, I don't know. But to, all right, proceed, but, but to continue. Bloom served a twenty percent suspension from this current wrestling season. His return be, uh, became public after the school's wrestling Facebook page announced his victory over the weekend, only to be edited later with his picture and name removed. On Thursday, the school district announced it had come to an agreement with the Bloom family that Cade would not participate in any extracurricular activities for the remainder of the 2022-23 school year. Parents tell WHO 13 the school principal met with the cheerleaders the following Monday and said the girls either had to cheer for everyone or they would not be allowed to cheer at all. I was contacted by a mother Tuesday morning of a cheerleader who was also a friend of mine. Uh, she told me that that did happen uh jasmine goaders who resigned from the roland story school board monday evening said i have no reason to disbelieve her if they did if that did happen it deeply saddens me on tuesday parents said their daughters came home from school and were informed informed by them that the principal gathered them together to clarify that they could decide who to support They were then asked to meet individually and sign off on a statement that the district sent on Thursday, which read in part, quote, the school district is aware that there is a rumor circulating that our school community regarding the Roland Story High School cheer team. The claim is that cheerleaders were given an ultimatum that if they did not cheer for a wrestler who they did not wish to support, they would be removed from the team. That claim is not true. Though ongoing conversations and a second meeting with the cheer squad, we were able to clarify that there was no ultimatum and the members of the team did not have to cheer for if they felt uncomfortable, end quote. Some family members voiced concern whether they were not made aware that their daughters were asked to sign off approving the statement about their consent and was not given a copy of their children's signatures. The pressure should not be put on the young people. They, were, they should certainly be given the freedom to choose who they went to represent. Uh, WHO 13 reached out to the superintendent asking if the cheer members were asked to sign off on the statement by the principal and the cheer coach. We did not receive a response. That principal absolutely gave them an ultimatum. Absolutely, fucking lutely he did. What? That's an awfully weird thing to make up. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: that is an awfully weird thing to make up. And you know what? I kind of side and, with the and, cheerleaders and on why, this one, and man. And why would
0: you have them sign off on that statement? Oh, because you're trying to cover your ass. Yeah, I got, I got, I got to side with the cheerleaders on that one, man.
1: I'm sorry, dude. If they don't, I, I am, I'm a huge proponent in the fact of the fact that they shouldn't have to support somebody
0: that they don't want to support. And now, like we said earlier, this is either a stabbing or a raping. Either way, they don't have to cheer for this douche canoe of a kid. You know what?
1: At the end of the day, and the way that I see it, is that there is a lot more to this, uh, you know, assault by penetration or whatever with a pencil. There's so much more to it. And, and whatever it is, that kid knows he fucking did wrong. That kid knows he did wrong. He's being punished by not being able to participate in 2023 with any extracurricular activities. That motherfucking kid, every match, he's going to be doing it as if it is his last one. Because, bitch, we're, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be. And he knows it. And he knows it. So he knows he did wrong, and those cheerleaders know he fucking did wrong too. And, that's, and, and now they are exercising what I believe is their fucking prerogative to not support him because he shouldn't be participating for, the, for any, any extracurricular activities at this point at all. You know, he must be a really good athlete. The school must really want him to be, you know, and, and it's high school with that, and it's high school with that. And we've got schools. I mean, I, and we got schools that are not taking like immediate and stern action to this. Assault by penetration with a pencil is either a stabbing or a fucking raping. Why are we, why is this kid like,
0: why is, not why is this kid even on school grounds?
1: Right. <laughs> because it probably didn't, whatever happened probably didn't happen at school. You know, that's probably the only reason now that I think about but we we have, way, we, have seen, day, we have seen schools expel
0: noise. children for putting twitter posts up i mean we've, we've yeah nah and
1: all then right. and then and then the school and then well no man it's not all right man because the schools now backing up this fucking kid saying oh well he needs support every all the cheerleaders to support all the fucking athletes like, you know what no dude no principal dumb shit no 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 That's not the way the world works anymore, man. You know, you bitch. You're probably a fucking boomer too. Oh, participation medals. Everybody needs support. No, no, no. If you, if you, you know what? When you, when you, when you have to eat shit, it's best not to nibble.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On that note, um, this next story coming up, Buck. I'm gonna go ahead and just. Just play this first before I even tell you the name of the art or-, or tell you the title of the article. Florida man, Florida man, does whatever the fuck he can. Makes headlines every time. Florida sparadimes. Look out. Here comes Florida Man. Indeed, here does come Florida Man, as Fox 13 Tampa Bay reports. Florida man has sex with dog in front of people, damaged church property and mailbox. I have not read the article. I just saw the headline. I figured that was enough for me. I could probably just end, know I could Let's... probably just end this right there. <laughs> you know what? Let's just dive right into this, man. An Orlando man was in Clearwater where he had sex with a golden doodle in front of adults and a child, damaged a nativity display at a nearby church, and tried to steal a vehicle. Sunday, police arrested 36 year old Chad Mason on several charges, including sexual activity with an animal, exposing sexual organs, and criminal mischief to a place of worship. That day, officers responded to an apartment complex in the 2600 block of McMullen Booth Road around 4.30 p.m. According to Mason's arrest affidavit, he knew the owner of the dog and was taking the golden doodle out for a walk in the apartment complex. Then he started having sex with the dog in front of witnesses, including adults and a juvenile who was less than 16 years of age. When Mason was confronted by one of the adults, he fled and began to wreak havoc in the surrounding area. (laughs) Police say Mason ran to the Northwood Presbyterian Church where he knocked over a nativity display, broke potted plants, and tossed children's toys from the playground area. Officials estimate over $400 in damage to the church. After leaving the church, police said he damaged a mailbox in the adjacent neighborhood and tried to steal a car before he was taken into custody. That is the definition of Florida man in like a nutshell right there.
1: Holy fucking mackerel, man!
0: Uh, golden. Doodle. I wonder if
1: the, I wonder if the church burned the broken nativity scene. Ooh,
0: well they they remember well, when, when the when the priest had to threesome on the altar, they burned the altar. Yeah,
1: the, they burned the altar, man. But can I you? Wonder, but wonder, but wonder. can you burn the baby
0: Jesus? <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> you're gonna get a problem there. <laughs> No, I don't know if there is a problem
1: or not. It's just, what kind of church was it? Presbyterian. Oh, well, see, I don't know how that works. I know if they were Catholic, they'd have to ask for, like, somebody's super high permission. There'd be, like, a lot of Christ checks involved and whatever, whatever. But the hell's a Christ check? You know, it's their communion. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dane Cook said it. He calls them Christ checks. Like the cereal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. but whatever. Check. I check, I, check yeah. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I, but we digress. So, gold a golden doodle is this man's is this man's huckleberry. This
0: man's particular kink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll take your dog for a walk. <laughs> dog comes yeah, back walking K- funny.
1: <laughs> yep, that's a K ten now, Ugh. buddy that is just one of the most disgusting and deplorable things that a person could do, uh, you know, to, to, to do that to an animal. I mean, like, uh, aside, aside from person to person violence, I mean, like that's that's I mean, heinous and everything did, like that. But this is this is actually like icky, disgusting, like offensive to four of my five senses. Kind of disgusting. So did, did the, like, dog start, well, like, I... the dog start like
0: the dog start like humping his leg, and he's like, "No, no, that's not how you do it. Let me show you." <laughs> was he was
1: was he already in front? of the nativity scene when he started doing this? Dog? Oh no, 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 no. He...
0: After he got caught okay. fucking the dog and somebody said, Hey there, what are you doing with that dog? He right ran down the road and ended up at the church.
1: I was going to say, cause you know, if he were already at the church, I could see him being like, I'll teach these three wise men something like, <laughs> you know, but, but I, 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 I can't, I don't even want to try and imagine what he was thinking because the guy's just a fucking like, I, I don't want to try to put myself in that mindset, man. So, fuck him. He's a disgusting pig. But you know what? At the end of the day, that's
0: Florida man. Sometimes, dude. You know. Well Let's go to HollywoodUnlock.com. As a teen discovers, the anonymous cyberbully who harassed her for years was her mother. <laughs> Why? yeah kendra Lakara, 42 was charged earlier this week with two counts of stalking a minor two counts of using a, com- a computer to commit crime and another count of obstruction of justice according to fbi investigators Lacare uh, targeted her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend since last december and attempted to cover up her act by filing a complaint with the beale city's school administration Around that time, Lakari worked as a girls basketball coach at the school and at the end of the season was asked not to return to her coaching charges. (laughs) Uh, Schools district officials said that the cyberbullying occurred off of school grounds and the school's devices were not used. They decided to involve local authorities to look into the case of harassment started in early 2021. Isabella County Prosecutor David uh, Barbary said that the investigation was intense since alleged, uh allegedly used slang to make it seem like the catfish was the same age as her daughter. After authorities uh, were struck with no other options, they turned to the FBI's computer crime uh, deviation in April and discovered a few months later that they believe Lacari was involved in the cyberbullying. Superintendent William Chilman said in a statement that the FBI officials were able to track down the IP address used to send the messages to her daughter. After Lakari was confronted about the cyber harassment, she broke down and made a full confession. She was released after her arraignment and she faces multiple charges, which include using a computer to commit a crime, stalking a minor, and obstruction of justice. Each count is a five-year felony. However, it is unclear why Lakari committed the crime and she is expected to appear in court on December 29th.
1: Why would you do that to your own kid?
0: Uh, that's That's the 65 million dollar question, isn't it?
1: And and you know, there're just so many other pieces to this article, but I'm having I'm having trouble like really focusing on any one of them because why would you cyberbully your own your own kid? Like that 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 just doesn't compute with me, man. And then, I mean, and then, just, then, she was the compute. one that
0: she's the one that made the initial police report too. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, I, I imagine that since she was after her daughter and the boyfriend, she was probably trying to break them up. Maybe I, I I'm not sure. <laughs> There's so many unanswered questions.
1: I mean, this is. This is all the makings of a great story. I just, I want so much more. Like, they're, they're really like, you know, sometimes reporters, they really miss out on these little golden opportunities. Like, you know, if you were to just put a little sizzle on this steak, I mean, like, you could probably put this shit right on NBC. I mean, like, come on, man. No. Just a couple more details. Just a few more material facts. Just... To you know, like, my appetite... Like, I, now I leave this less than satiated. You know? Like, I, I, I just... Like, is she gonna go to jail? I hope she fucking does. Did this to your own kid, you fucking turd. What are you thinking?
0: Like, uh. speaking of God. Speaking of what were you thinking, our next story comes from WJAR10. Don't arrest the dog. Elks Lodge community looks for a man who brought dog to break in. (laughs) A barefooted man and his dog were caught on camera breaking into the tiki bar at the Tri-City Elk Lodge in Warwick this summer. Police said it happened around 4 a.m. on August 30th. The police department shared photos of the pair on social media on Thursday. It hurt us that somebody might live in the area and they would come in and steal from us, House Committee Chairman uh, Michael Marsh told NBC10 News. He allegedly stole $400 worth of liquor. The members of the Tri-City Elks on West Shore Road stay active all year helping others, including veterans, the homeless, and disabled people and school children. Everything we gain here, we give back. That is what it's all about. Uh, The lodge has stepped up security as police are still searching for the man responsible. We wish nothing but good luck to this person. We don't wish any bad luck to this person, but hopefully he doesn't do it again. And don't arrest the dog," Marsh said. (laughs) Anyone with information, blah blah blah. So, I mean, there's like pictures and video of this cat. He breaks into this like little tiki bar, which break in's kind of like a. a, It's a strong word because it's you know it's a bar and outside there's like no walls around Mm -hmm. it, so he just hopped over the bar. So. Break in's kind of a harsh term in my opinion, but uh him and his dog went into this little tiki bar and took the liquor out of it that they just left outside overnight, which in my opinion is oh well. <laughs> you know
1: mm, there's Go on, spell I don't it out. understand I don't understand how somebody could steal from us. I hate it when people say that. Yeah. I really fucking, I really hate it when people say that. Are you that naive? What makes you special? Like, I've got a, what makes
0: you special that that thieves are going to go, oh no, not them. (laughs)
1: Like, no, no, no. We can't steal from a good person. That's how crime works. No, no, no. No. You're the, actually the easy target. Like that's, that's why they stole from you. Or, that you know, maybe not this... Well, that is why this guy stole from you. It was an extremely soft target. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... what You know, somebody who's down on their luck, or, you know, whatever, whatever. Just uh, upon happenstance, he probably thought that this was a fucking sign. He, he, like, who knows the day that this dude was having? Just out there with his fucking dog. He's like, God darn it, I need a drink. I just... Everything would be better if I could just get my hands on some frickin' Oh my gosh, what do we got? Jumping Jehoshaphat. The fleece was dry, people. Oh my gosh, there is a God. I wanted liquor, and there it is. Hops the bar, takes it, and runs away. Like, that could have been him. You know? I don't understand how you could have stole from us.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, okay. I, I don't like if, how if you, if, people that are, are... If you leave...
1: If you leave a pie on the windowsill, a
0: fly is going to fucking get it. Yeah. See, the, I mean, when, when organizations or people think, but why, why me? It's like, you know, I, I literally, I have a, a, a church in this town that I live in who they want desperately, desperately to have a speed limit sign removed from in front of their building. Because they don't like it. It's it's ugly, and they can't take a good picture of their front door because of the speed limit sign. And they're we're like, well why you know, it's the per we we can't move a speed limit sign. It's the one place on the block that doesn't have trees, you know, it's it's been there long before you were. And but but we're a church. That doesn't mean you get whatever you want. <laughs> And it's the same principle as this. I can't believe he stole from us. We do such good in the community. Yeah, and you left your alcohol out all night. What
1: do you want? Yeah, you know, the article does not really highlight what happened to the employee who failed to lock his shit up at the end of the night. You know? I mean... And and breaking. This and is this is the same concept imply that he broke something. This is like, the what same the
0: concept of people leaving their doors unlocked all night. They, I never locked my door. Oh my god, I got robbed! No shit. <laughs>
1: really? I mean, come on, people. Come you on, know, people. We we live we live in a world that is pretty pretty fucking weird now. And uh why wouldn't somebody steal from you? It should be the better question that you should ask, like, huh, we do a lot of good in the community. People know we have a lot of money and a vast amount of resources, and that, you know, any damage that is done or things that are stolen can probably chalk be chalked up to insurance. yeah, why wouldn't why wouldn't somebody steal from you? You know, I mean, If I were like a high dollar fucking criminal or whatever, 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 I wouldn't be going for houses. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. I'd be hitting up businesses too. They got more shit. And and you know what? I'm actually probably really wrong about this. So I'm not even going to fucking keep on going about that one because I'm trying to talk about something I know nothing about. But at the end of the day... You know, you you make yourself an easy target. You're going to be a fucking target. Everybody's going to aim for you if your bullseye is fucking 50 miles big. Come on. Right.
0: All right, Buck, we're back with the second half of the show here. And we're going to straight go. A website we've never had before called bringmethenews.com. Man, 76, shoots at squirrel from his bedroom, hits neighbor's house. An East Grand Forks man is accused of trying to shoot at squirrels outside of his home with a rifle, but instead hit his neighbor's house several times. Michael James Powers, 76, is accused of shooting several bullets into his neighbor's home on the 400 block of 5th Avenue on December 4th. One of the holes was embedded in the neighbor's son's bedroom window. Powers said he had been shooting at squirrels in the area for around two years, according to the complaint the neighbor called police after the bullet holes were found in the back of his home saying he had just got home from work around 2 p.m. when his wife went outside to smoke and noticed the holes the holes were found in the siding of the sun uh, and the sun's window with shattered glass and a bullet were found on the window ledge the round was a 22 caliber rifle with a total of 6 shots hitting the house and window Two other holes were found in a fence on the property and were consistent with the others, according to the complaint. When asked by police, Power said he had been shooting at red squirrels near a bird feeder from his bedroom window. He added that he had been shooting at the bird feeder for a couple of years, adding he'd probably shot from his bedroom window six times during the time span. He claimed that when uh, the shooting happens, he would speak with his neighbor to make it right. <laughs> Charges state that powers was arrested and he let his wife know his wife responded with well i told you (laughs) he told police he shot the squirrel because well that's war according to the complaint powers claimed he did not know any of the shots were hitting the house and if he did he said he would have stopped Powers faces one charge of discharge of a firearm within city limits, one count of reckless handling of a weapon. If convicted, he faces over two years in prison and a $6,000 fine. He's set to make his initial court appearance on Thursday, December 15th. Well, that's what? war. I love how the wife's like,
1: well, I told you. <laughs> you know what? I bet you this dude never served in the military either. Oh, of like, course well, that's not. war.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, okay, you know what? This guy's war experience and my war experience are exactly the same. Like Rambo First Blood. Like, that's about, like, you know, that's, that's, about, it. that's about the scope of my knowledge on the, on the subject matter. You know, why, well, how, how could you compare something like war to shooting a squirrel? Through your window.
0: And apparently being an awful like, shot.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, did you offer the arresting officers any squirrel pot pie?
0: Ooh. I tell you what, I'm I, sure I, he didn't. Fried squirrel is awesome. Oh, I, I love squirrel pot pie, man. I
1: love squirrel pot pie. I've never had fried squirrel, but I have had squirrel pot pie.
0: I used to take uh, uh, squirrel meat. Uh and and uh, eggs and make scrambled eggs and squirrel meat. It was all it was. It turned like, brown, it like gray. looked horrible, but it tasted great. <laughs> the problem was the BBs bee- wow. were still stuck in the meat sometimes, but you dealt with that.
1: There's a name for that dish that we could come up with, I'm sure, because sc- scrambled scrambled squirrel, a squirrel scramble, a squirrely scramble. Double scrambled nuts. Nutty eggs. I,
0: I mean, nutty
1: eggs. Yes, nutty eggs. Nutty <laughs> eggs, there you go. I, good job. I led you there. Yeah. I, t- <laughs> I led you there.
0: Well, our next story comes from NottinghamPost.com. Pacific Nottingham burglar jailed after leaving tooth, false tooth and prison release documents at crime scene. <laughs> Read that again. Read that again. Hold on. Prolific Nottingham burglar jailed after leaving false tooth in prison release documents at crime scene. So, a
1: guy who left his false tooth
0: is also
1: somebody who's given the moniker prolific. Yeah.
0: Okay. Not All just, right. not just his just tooth. To... His release documents from prison with his name on them. Yeah.
1: Yet well, I just want to know, I he's either pr- prolific because he's extremely good at it or extremely bad. So let's find out.
0: A prolific burglar who left his prison release documents and a false tooth behind at a crime scene was jailed Monday. Uh, Mus- Mudasir? Mudes- Mudassir? We're going to call him Ahmed from now on because that's his last... Last name, forty-three was interrupted by a group of students when he raided a hall uh, of residence in Russell Street. One of the students who lived at, in the accommodation had left the kitchen area inside the flats and returned to his room around ten thirty-five p.m. on October twenty-six. When he heard a man's voice inside, the student tried to open his door, but the person inside pushed it shut and locked the door. After a minute, Ahmed emerged into the corridor holding a rucksack upon which several students confronted him and questioned why he was inside the building. He pushed past them and was verbally abusive before a struggle saw Ahmed lose one of his false teeth. Another student grabbed Ahmed's rucksack and the offender fled the scene. When they searched the bag, they found documents which included his name, personal details, and a photograph. (laughs) That that just makes things even easier. This guy... (laughs) Uh, there were t- <laughs> there were also located two laptop computers, a charger, and aftershave belonging to one of them. <laughs> Ahmed, of no fixed address, was jailed for three years and nine months on a one count of burglary when he appeared at the Nottingham Crown Court for sentencing on December 7th. Detective Sergeant Franco something of Nottinghamshire police said committing another burglary while still having prison release documents in his bag show the sort of prolific career criminal we are dealing with. I am pleased with the sentence handed down to Ahmed and and it sends another strong message that this sort of offending will not be tolerated by the force. We take all reports of burglary extremely seriously and never underestimate the impact it has on the victims. Behind every burglary is a person and a family who have been the victim of an extremely upsetting crime. This is why we take burglary so seriously and we have dedicated teams of detectives working to bring offenders like Ahmed to justice. Detective Sergeant uh, Gudenheim, I think, added that uh, student properties can be targeted by burglars due to them being left uh, insecure and having numerous occupants being rich pickings for the burglar. Uh, we'd urge students to check their doors and windows are working correctly and remember to make sure they keep their doors and windows locked at all times, especially if their rooms are on the ground floor. Students living in multi-occupancy properties should work together to ensure they all have the responsibility of keeping the home secure. So he didn't leave his tooth behind so much as he had it knocked the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Which I'm okay with.
1: (laughs) As am I. As am I. You know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I mean, you can't put a finer point on it than that.
0: I mean, after all, this is war.
1: (laughs) Indeed. Indeed it is war.
0: Well, our next story comes out of Tucson with uh, KGUN9.com. Person cited for driving an HOV lane with inflatable Grinch. And the picture is delightful. I got to tell you. Uh, This happened in Tucson, Arizona. As I said, one person was cited for driving in the high occupancy vehicle lane with an inflatable Grinch as a passenger, according to the Arizona Department of Public Safety. The driver was on Interstate 10 in Avondale Boulevard in the Phoenix metro area when AZ DPS troopers saw the suspicious passenger and no one else aside from the driver in the vehicle. Uh, driving on the HOV lane requires at least 2 people to be in the vehicle. An inflatable grinch does not count under these rules. While we appreciate the festive flair, it this is illegal and the driver received a citation for their HOV violation. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're kind of asking for it
1: at that point in time. I mean, in reality, what, what did the guy think he was going to get away with it? Uh, the cop isn't going to like look at the passenger in the car and be
0: like, "Hmm." Now the the face is blurred, but it, it looks like a woman was driving. Um, but yeah, <laughs> his best part is it, it's like a, it's the cartoon Grinch too yeah yeah there's th- there's no there's no way that that passes off as a human and it it's it's even got its hand up like it's waving <laughs> i mean it's great <laughs> but you know we've seen h o v stuff before with people putting like uh mannequins and 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 sex dolls in the in the seat so they can drive in the h o v lane um hmm i've never really you know it, it, the h o v lanes it doesn't I, I use them if I have someone with me, but it, it doesn't seem like it adds like a whole lot of like a whole lot to my commute. You know, it seems like I'm, I'm able to get someplace with or without it. So, I mean, I don't know what the, the how coveted it is in Tucson, Arizona, but apparently, it's enough to go down to Lowe's and get yourself an inflatable Grinch.
1: You know, apparently, I, I, you know what? I don't have very much experience with the HOV lanes either. Like, I remember being like a kid and my dad would drive into like D.C. and stuff like that with us in the car. And, you know, when you've got nine kids, HOV lane, (laughs) like, (laughs) that's a no brainer. You've got a station wagon that's, uh, you know, got four more people than it's legally allowed to have. Of course, it's a high occupancy vehicle. So, I mean, it's never even been a thing for us. We, we, yeah, and other than that, I as an adult, like I never dealt with that shit. You know, I lived in rural Pennsylvania. It Wasn't that rural? It's rural enough to where HOV lane you would get some people scratching their fucking heads, going, "What the fuck is that?" And you know it. Well,
0: it's because and most, you know I, it. I had this conversation with somebody at work the other day. You know, it, the, the roads on the East Coast are a lot narrower than the roads on the West Coast. Because when those towns were designed, you know, in like the 1700s and the 1860s and, and whatnot, you know, they, they had no concept of having to have multi-lane roads for, for multiple vehicles and, and semi-trucks and double-decker buses and stuff like that. So, you know, it, the, the concept of the HOV lanes only really existed for us on the East Coast, where like if you go to like the DC Beltway... And maybe around right. maybe around Baltimore, but that was about the extent of it. But you know, it, it's funny because in the town I live in, they they put in a roundabout, and it is it, it the, these people that try to use this thing are just fucking befuddled. And it's it's fun to watch. I literally sat in a parking lot one day with my drone and was just video videoing these people trying to figure out how to use a roundabout, and it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. <laughs> I was just oh, waiting. Man. I was just waiting for an accident. It was ridiculous. But you know, on the East Coast, we you know, there's towns where you might go through four roundabouts just to get one side of town to the other. You lived. Yeah. You lived in a town like that at one point. They had like two, like literally, like almost connected to each other.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I don't know why they got rid of them. I thought they got rid of I them. Th- I think roundabout in the in the are you talking about in the town with the paper mill? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They put in a, they, yeah, mm hmm. No, no more roundabout, which I don't understand why. Oh, hell, they got rid of that. They got rid of that roundabout before I even left the prison. Really? Like 2010, 2011, they got rid of that. I didn't yeah. know that. That's unfortunate because I like but, roundabouts. And, but and so do I. I. I think roundabouts are a great system. And as long as people can stop being dicks and you know learn the concept of take your fucking turn. Roundabouts are a great,
0: great system so to, to, to this, make traffic work. This is all you need to know. Yield to traffic already on the circle. That's it. <laughs> and, it, it and I see, now see
1: man, you got to remember common sense is not common knowledge.
0: Eh. Period. Well, Buck, let's go to our last story, and this person is trying to make himself public enemy number one. This comes from xbiz.com. Utah Republican Senator Mike Lee introduces Bill to outlaw all porn nationwide. Oh, wow. Yeah, Senator Mike Lee this week introduced the Interstate Obscenity Definition Act, a bill that will nominally aims to establish a national definition of obscenity, which would, in effect, outlaw all online sexual content nationwide. The United States does not currently have a national definition of obscenity. Jurisprudence has established the Miller Test, which has been a legal standard in federal courts for half a century. According to a statement from Lee's office, however, the Utah senator believes it's time to codify those standards set in 1973, under which the production and distribution of sexual content has been legal in the United States. According to Lee, the Supreme Court has struggled to define obscenity, and its current definition under the Miller test runs into serious challenges when applied to the Internet. Echoing the language of Feller Utah. U- T- U- T- U- T- I- I- person from Utah, and Mormon Republican activist Don Hawkins, CEO of the powerful anti-porn lobby, NCOSE, Lee's bill would define obscenity within the Communications Act of 1934. Additionally, it would also strengthen the existing prohibition on obscenity by removing the intent requirement, which only prohibits the transmission of obscenity to abuse, threaten, or harass someone. Lee is... Uh, essentially arguing that a 1973 precedent should be updated for the internet age by revising a law from 1934, adopting long before the mainstream adoption of television. Lee is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which, as biz reported, sees sexual content as a ploy by Satan to destroy Mormon households by tempting Mormon men. What, women don't like Porn. Yeah, oh man, just totally attack. Go, keep going. I'm going. Lee's proposed criminalization of porn. Lee's office posted a one-page summary of the IODA stating that obscenity is not protected speech under the First Amendment, it absolutely is, and is prohibited from interstate or foreign transmission under U.S. law, calling obscenity difficult to define, let alone prosecute, under the current Supreme Court test of obscenity. The Miller test and the promising that the IODA would establish a national definition of obscenity would apply to obscene content that is transmitted via interstate or foreign communications. These proposed redefinition of obscenity would eliminate uh, Miller test references to contemporary community standards and applicable state law, instead defining obscene content as any material that, taken as a whole, appeals to the prudent interest in nudity, sex, An excretion (laughs) depictions described as representation represents actual or simulated sex acts with the objective intent to arouse, titillate, or gratify the sexual desires of a person and taken as a whole lack serious uh, literary, artistic, political, or scientific value. Uh, Industry attorney Corey Silverstein of myadultattorney.com and adult.law told XBiz that Lee is correct that obscenity is difficult to find and even believes that exchanging contemporary community standards for a national standard is not necessarily a bad idea. He notes, however, where Senator Lee goes wrong is that the bill does not specifically call for a nationwide standard. Senator Mm -hmm. Lee appears uh, to be attempting to change Miller v. California. And his essence, uh, in essence, overrule it, which, in my opinion, is unconstitutional. If the IODA succeeds, the sexual content losses and free speech protections that have stood for the last fifty years would open the door for government to prosecute every creator or distributor of adult content.
1: Yeah, that ain't gonna fly. <laughs> that
0: ain't gonna fly. You know, uh, you know, my, my son the other day asked if he could watch um, some horror movies, and I said, "Like, what, what movie do you want to watch?" And he said, "Well, like Friday the Thirteenth and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to. It's gonna be a hard no." And he's like, "Why? It's you know, the, it doesn't even look realistic. All the blood and everything." I go, "See, so you've already seen clips, have you?" Well oh, yeah." And I said, okay, so let me tell you this. Uh, yes, you've seen a lot worse gore and horrific things, but uh, there's also a lot of nudity in those movies. And he says, but why? It's a horror movie. I said, well, because there's only adults there and people like tits. And that's just all there is to it. And that you can take that for, for your day in general. People like tits. They do.
1: They do. If you you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you know what people don't like
0: is being told what they can and can't watch.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. especially based on a religion that they don't fucking practice. Well,
0: you 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 know something about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints?
1: Well, very little. Okay, I was raised in the Mormon Church. Okay, and. I don't, I don't have, like, disgusting or traumatic memories like some of these YouTubers and podcasters have. They're like, oh, well, the church did this, and the church did this. I'm like, I remember the church leaving my family the fuck alone because my parents didn't put up with that shit. Like, we went to church, and we participated in the events and everything like that, but when they started trying to poke their asses into the way that my parents raised us, they were, like, back off we got this and and so we weren't exposed to those things because my my parents acted as a very good shield you know um i can say that my parents did an excellent job because you know i i remember bringing home values and stuff like that from church my mom my mom and dad were like yeah that's great in church but here at home we do it this way i'm like okay you know and that's and that's fine so my my parents weren't You know, my upbringing, it doesn't come from the vantage point of, like, uber devout religious folk. I'll tell you what, though. Caregiver Katie comes from the Mormon church, and she grew up in, like, the devout sector. Like, caregiver Katie knows everything about the Mormon church. Me, I just know enough to make fun of it, which is what I I intend to absolutely do right now, because they fucking deserve it. They absolutely deserve it. Sending a bunch of 18-year-old kids out to try and tell a grown-ass man that he's living his life wrong? No. No. That's step one. No. You know, you're teaching you're teaching children because that's effectively what they, they still are. You know, you're teaching kids to come out here and talk to grown-ass men and women and tell them that they're somehow fucking up in life from 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 the eyes of an 18 year old kid, that's that's that is your marketing campaign, and it's a great one, because the only people who are going to buy into it are the type of people that you're looking for. You know, that's you know, and and now what is it? What does it mass produce? A, a whole stream of entitlement to where you think that from your from your pews in your freaking church you can dictate the lives of people who give could give two shits about your personal beliefs or anything like that you know you're you're actually taking freedom away from the people in what is supposed to be one of the most free nations in the world and you're using religion to do it it's a great fucking scheme it's a great freaking ploy christ Has more killed more people than cancer. Okay. Let's just put it, let's just put a finer point on it. Because these kind of viewpoints, they they ultimately go and circle into violence. Because if I can't make you believe, or if I can't ask you to believe me, I'm going to make you fucking believe. You know, little thing called the Crusades. And it all starts with people doing shit like this. You know, Mormons, nah. You know, I used to, I used to be a huge fan. I used to be, you know, all the way up into my 20s and early 30s. I was just like, oh yeah, you know, member of the church. Woo. And then I started looking a little bit deeper into the, some of the shit that they do. You know, like the way that they treat the females in their, in their church. You know, look at the way that they posted it in the article. Oh, well, it distracts Mormon men. Like you said, what, m- women don't watch porn? Yeah, absolutely. Like do let me tell you, of, you right
0: now, they absolutely. You're do.
1: fucking right. Caregiver Katie forgot more about porn than I ever knew. I'll tell you what. Right now, you know, and 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 you know, just that kind of of mentality, in and of itself, is is a big part of the problem that, that the church has. You know, why, why are you only catering to fifty less than fifty percent of the population? You know, having your own planet—you know that kind of silly stuff. Like, come on, come on,
0: man! Having you your on. own planet—you want to tell me that one?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know enough about it, but I can tell you that there's something that, like, when you're in the afterlife, if you uh, if you live to the highest of all standards, you can create your own worlds, and you can have your <laughs> own planet. Are you are you serious? And, you know, this is this is Mormon oh, doctrine. Yo, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The the three levels of heaven.
0: Oh, I didn't like. Oh, to tell, I'm I'm uh, curious now.
1: Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh yes! You know the oh, in the Mormon religion, you don't actually go to hell, unless you're like an apostate of the church. Okay, Hitler made it into the third level of heaven by by Mormon standards. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah oh yeah. There's 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 super VIP platinum plus heaven.
0: Okay. That's your own planet.
1: That that that's where you get the keys to all the cabinets man. You get your own company car. I mean like you can make your own Milky Way. Oh yeah VIP super (laughs) clean platinum plus heaven. And then, and then you've got, you like, John Q. Angel Heaven, okay? Where, like, the regular folk go. Like, you've done mildly above average at best. But you're still better than bad. You're a little worse than good, but you're better than bad. So if we're going to stick all you people here. You know, that's where, like, Farrah Fawcett is. And, you know, like, like, you know, that's, that's where Farrah Fawcett sits, Okay. She good good lady. She's if she were Mormon, she would have made it to the highest highest because you gotta be Mormon to get into the highest of the to the super premier platinum plus heaven. You gotta be a Mormon. Okay? But if you're not a Mormon and you've done really well, we're gonna stick you in the second level of heaven until you get baptized by somebody who's alive in your name. Which, you know, we could go they they do baptisms for the dead. That's that's a completely different fucking Comedy riff there, but so that's the, that's middle heaven, and then then there's piece of shit heaven, okay, where the grass is still green, the water's still cold, and the milk the milk in the fridge isn't sour, but you, it's a very bread and butter heaven, okay, like there they're, the uh, you can look forward to very temperate weather and mild climate and, but, but you, will, you will have no amenities, there are no bidets in, uh, in, in better than bad heaven in the bread and, bread and butter heaven and then if you really fuck up in life and you are an apostate of the church you go to the outer darkness not hell no 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 not hell, outer darkness Okay, where where you will be a blip like you wish that there was fire and brimstone. It's nothing. And you know what? I mean, like I can see how back in the 1800s they might have been like that might have been scarier. But I find like the Catholic version of hell, the fire and brimstone hell. I find that to be far more intimidating than outer darkness. I just do, you know, but that's because I, I guess I might not know enough about it, but yeah, so you can get like super premier platinum plus heaven. Then you can go to better than bad. then, Then you go to middle heaven and then you have bread and butter heaven and then, and then, and then there's the outer darkness. So as long as Hitler wasn't named an apostate of the church, technically, I think he might be in bread and butter heaven. So that, in itself, is incentive enough to be at least above bar, in my opinion. You know, I don't want to spend eternity going around with that guy. I'd rather have my own planet. (laughs) I mean, like, but, you know. An an entirely
0: wheelchair-accessible planet.
1: (laughs) Dude, I'll tell you what. See, they say the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence, and that's great until you don't need grass. Because you know what? You can have your green grass. I'm going to take my central air. Go fuck yourself. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I mean, like, eh, there are weirder things that have been promised to people in eternity than on their own planet. You know, 72 virgins. You know, we've got we've got those people running around. And, I, and I'll say it again. You know? I'll
0: say it again. And I'll say it to, to, the, to the end. You can keep your 72 virgins. Give me 10 good hoes.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, like, everybody's got, like, the, their eternal bliss thing. So, you know, I think having your own planet is, is really shooting beyond the stars. Like, you know, 72 virgins, I thought, I thought 72 virgins was really, like, getting greedy in, in the afterlife. You know, I'm like, man, that's, that's pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. But then I learned about the planet thing, and I'm like, well, never mind judge not lest you be judged man like i'm sitting here going oh 72 virgins 72 virgins and i'm and and then i find out that i'm on the pedestal of your own planet and i'm like and this is where glass house is coming to play all righty yes
0: but yeah (laughs) oh yeah
1: you know what i mean we can we could probably do a whole episode on just like mormon follies if if we got caregiver katie on board we'd we have to talk about that for one day but either way back to you <laughs> all right
0: folks with that being said that's going to bring us to an end of another episode of the social liability podcast we do remind you that we have a second podcast uh called the Subcockles of reddit that's available on apple podcast anchor and spotify Uh, This week's episode, uh, I kind of bowed out of, and we have friend of the show, Sadar, stepping in to do a show with Buck. I'm looking forward to hearing that myself, actually. And that's available on Wednesdays. Uh, As of right now, we do plan on having a Christmas Eve episode. I don't know what that's going to look like just yet, but uh, do keep an eye out for that. Uh, Like and subscribe, tell a friend, do whatever you can do to help us out. Our numbers are starting to go up, and we can't appreciate that, but we could always do better can always do better, and with your help, hopefully we can, uh, we can get up there and get this to be a common household name someday. That being said, folks, I'm The Raz. He is The Buck, wishing you all a happy and safe week, and we'll catch you on the next edition of the Social Liability Podcast.